Being on my way to do summer theater was an amazing thing for me to be doing. At this point in my life, I felt like I was moving in my own chosen direction. The history of school, the impending summer, and focus on the future of grad schools and whatever life would bring had me in a mindset like never before. I was looking forward to the future for the first time. And that attitude no doubt shone brightly and it clearly affected this summer of theater and the many experiences that were headed my way. It was the fastest and the longest summer experience of my life as the weeks just whizzed by, filled to the very last minute with performance and social enjoyment. I got to jam with a band a few times, hosted a couple of the Saturday night cabarets, and of course the great pleasure of rehearsing and performing in a production like the one I was in. And all of that laid over a backdrop of rapid successive serial monogamy a.k.a. a summer of girlfriends. <laughs> I, I cannot say enough that ever since meeting that dead-end kid, I genuinely didn't think I would see this age. And though I chose life that fateful day years prior, I not only didn't consider the future, but I still genuinely didn't believe I had one. And here I was feeling strong and confident and filled with bright possibilities unlike any other time in my life. I enjoyed it and I put it on display whenever I could. And I'm pretty sure uh, that it made me a bit of a jerk. And I could tell as the summer progressed that I was becoming cocky and judgmental for the first time ever. (laughs) And I just kept it up. I just loved the new feeling, the new light, the sense of direction and intention and belonging, purpose, and the feeling that I had come to own the world. Amazing. That last bit, I actually carried that attitude uh, with me through New York City, uh, uh, quickly gaining a feeling that I could own or conquer uh, that city. It's a a great attitude to have, although not entirely an accurate assessment of my time there, but my assessment nonetheless. But I wasn't supposed to be in New York City in the first place. My plans to go to grad school partly involved the strategy of bypassing that difficult step of New York City on my way to theater success as I saw it. I was proud of that aspect of the plan, but nature doesn't care too much for pride, I suppose. Being one of the few cast members with a car, I was tasked with picking people up for rehearsals. That was fine with me. I loved driving. I loved driving that car, and I loved showing it off. Uh, I had to have uh, a local mechanic do some work on it, during that summer, and I didn't think anything of it, but not long after, on my way uh, to pick up someone, uh, that car came to a slow stop in the middle of the road and burst into flames. Fire spewing from the engine out through the front of the hood, right there in an instant with me behind the wheel. Of course, I I got out of there quickly, and I ran up the street uh, quite a bit, 
to the house I was headed to to have them call the fire department and, and let them know we'd be late. After a little bit, I came back down towards the car and saw multiple firemen already at work. The flames, unfortunately, had spread and they were now coming out of three sides of the hood. And this is the moment that the world uh, began to slow down for me, even as I came running at top speed down the hill toward the car, uh, uh, the first of several very important thoughts hit me. The car had just been worked on and a mistake might have been made to cause the fire. Thought number two came quickly after that. The receipts for that work were in the glove compartment of that burning car and probably should be retrieved. Okay, without another thought, I ran right through the crowd that had gathered, including the firemen, charged straight into my car through the driver's seat, reached across into the glove compartment, and grabbed the mechanic's paperwork. There should have been another important thought about not charging into a burning car, uh, but there wasn't. And as I pulled my hand out of the glove compartment, Fire came shooting through. And then within another second or two, the dashboard uh, was now also ablaze. It took uh, just another second for important thought number three, which is my backpack and my bag of percussion instruments were in the back seat. So back into the car, I went And I grabbed the two bags and then I stood there. I just stood there watching as the car, now with the front end mostly engulfed in flames, began slowly reshaping itself in the heat. And that is when the number uh, four thought hit me. Everything I thought was important not just the car, but all the stupid superficial things that I had begun to value. And my grand future plans were all melting in the middle of the road while everything that was truly important to me and in my life other than family, if you can say that, was hanging over my shoulders in two bags. And I felt an instant change, a a tectonic, life-altering change in that moment of my perceptions of what life had in store. What I perceived as important changed in a second. But something didn't change. The light didn't change back to darkness. The journey that preceded that moment The years of battling and learning about my depression, the experiences pushing and pulling me in different directions had all built up strong layers of protection for me against the darkness. And right then and there, I simply recognized that my plans had also changed. A nationwide grad school search in my beautiful car was not to be. So I might as well go to New York City. And that was it. It happened that quickly. And a new future was set. But there was still a future in my mind. And that 
was a remarkable win in my long battle with depression. The next day, uh, one of the producers of the show remarked that he drove by the auto impound and saw my car. He admitted he didn't fully believe the story I told, but saw the truth of it in the melted and reshaped vehicle sitting there. He was grateful that I was safe. And so was I. (laughs) Grateful. Lucky. And deeply moved. But I was still happy. (laughs) And it was just the very beginning of me learning how to live uh, out of appreciation and gratitude. I would certainly encounter my own uh, cockiness and pride again many times. But each time met with some humbling experience. I would inevitably come back to gratitude and to joy. I was so long in the darkness. And I can still sense it around me. I I know it's there as it claws at the light and breaks through on occasion. But purpose, a hope, and a belief in the future is now strong within me. And perhaps... After all I've experienced, that is what I am so grateful for, the awareness of what works for me, of the many tools that I now possess to keep myself as far from darkness and into light as I can manage. My anxieties remain to be my chief battle, but that is a story for down the line. Until next time.